Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And I have a really wonderful guest on today. So stay with us. We'll be right with you. We are back. I want to welcome my guest, Kelly Williams. <laughs> I can't even believe you pronounced it correctly. That's awesome. <laughs> That's an inside joke. It's Kelly Williams, but I, you know, I always ask my guests, am I saying your name right, Kelly Williams? And I and she's like, Yep, it's just like it looks. And I go, Well, it could be Kelly. She said that. So there, there we go. We have exactly. that's your new nickname. Everybody's yeah, going to start calling you Kelly. Oh yeah, I'm I'm really liking that. <laughs> well, Kelly, welcome to the show. I'm glad to have you here. Um, Thank I'm, you. I, I can't wait to hear your story. Um, and I can't wait to hear my story. I know. It's going to be fun. So, <laughs> you know, I started this a couple of years, two and a half years ago. Um, and I literally started it. What's up, John Dawson? There's John Dawson. That dude right there has half a million followers on TikTok. Nice, John. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You you want him to shout you out on TikTok. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. There's my buddy Weldon. So, so um, you know, this is really about your life story and and how to help people have a breakthrough in life, how to get through the the tough times and and all of that, which I'm sure you've had to eat on easy street your whole life, but I'm My kidding. My whole life, I've just yeah. sailed right through. It's yeah. amazing, really. Why are you even having <laughs> me on this show? I know, <laughs> I know. So why don't we start with where you were born and raised? I am from Lake Charles, Louisiana. I'm a little Cajun girl. So you do not um, have the accent. No, and I was just gonna say I don't have an accent. And it's so funny because people go, "What you're what? Hey, from Canada, nice." Yeah, um, yeah. I uh, I don't know why. Not in my my grandmother on my mother's side was literally from France. Her family was from France, um, so it's really crazy. And they settled in Louisiana, and so um, we are Cajun French. Literally, but no, none of my, well, you know, some of my family who lives there, they kind of have maybe a little bit of, you know, Cajun accent, but I never did. I don't know why. And but you grew, you were born and raised there. Born and raised. Born and raised. That's, where, that's where my buddy Grant Cardone is from, from uh, Lake Charles. Yeah. And my cousins actually went to LeGrand's high school with Grant and knew him really? and his brother. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. His, uh, his sister, Diane still lives there and yeah, yeah so that's pretty cool. So, um, and Lake Charles is just They got, did they get hit by another hurricane recently? They did. And it was, uh, not quite as bad as Laura, but I'll tell you, they did get flooding in certain areas and some water damage and, you know, 
those, I mean, it's just been heartbreaking for us um, because we have lots of family. And of course, some of my best friends still live there. And oh so um, it has been a lot on them. So, you know, we're mm. just asking everybody to really keep them in their prayers because there were people that had just gotten tarps put on from Laura when, when all the rain. Jeez. Oh yeah. Tarps so, on their house. Oh yeah. Or businesses. Um, some people had just gotten where they had ripped out stuff and there were huge holes in the ceilings and, you know, wow. um, not even being able to cover them up yet. So, wow. Yeah. We have people from all over the world. There's my buddy, Olin Martin over. He's, he's from Ohio, but he works for the, the, uh, he's a secret agent. <laughs> uh -oh. I don't know what he does. He works for the government and he's in Amman, Jordan. That's all wow, I know. Hi, yeah. That's awesome. We, yeah. We have somebody from Uganda. Wow. Yeah. All yeah. over the world. And this my buddy Rick cool. up in Canada, eh? Hey, so, Rick. Uh, yeah. yeah so, hey. So, so you were born and raised in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Yeah. You know, I got to tell you, um, I, I have another buddy that um, he said, Olin said I was. Um, so, so I have another buddy from Lake Charles by the name of Damien Boudreaux. And I talked to Boudreaux, right? That's that's. <laughs> That's his Louisiana. It's either there or or Paris. Uh, so, <laughs> right. So, so Damien, I was talking to him the other day, and and we were talking about. I went through. I went from uh, Austin, Texas, over to um, um, the uh, New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> and I drove through. Yeah, I drove through Lake Charles. Yes. And, and, and I remember that giant bridge, there's a bridge that like goes straight up and out. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. It's the I-10 bridge. Yes. And he said that it's out right now or something. It is out. Yeah. You have to take 210 around. Um, it's, still yeah. out. it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's the craziest bridge I've ever seen. I've never, uh, that was insane. It's insane. It's yeah. like straight up this giant bridge. Uh, it's it was insane. You know how that happened? They were actually trying to put a um, roller coaster in over the water. It didn't work out, so they made it. Yeah, I believe it. Somebody's like, you know what? This roller coaster ain't gonna work out. Let's just make a bridge. Let's just close it up and put it on. It was crazy. <laughs> so, so you you grew up there. Did you did you go to college? Well, first did you graduate high school? <laughs> uh, Barb High School. I'm a Barb Buck. Yes, uh, loved. I loved school. I, I literally. I'm one of those weird people, probably, who grew up loving school, oh. uh, especially high school. I was a cheerleader. I was on student council. I was in clubs. I just loved it. Wow. I, loved it. I had a great time. So, you know. <laughs> and then you went to college. Then I went to McNeese State for one wow. semester. McNeese, we're, you know, that's when you grew up in Lake Charles, McNeese is, you never grow, outgrow McNeese. Go. That going to a McNeese, yeah. McNeese is going home to me. <clears throat> but um, went to wow. McNeese State for one semester. And uh, my dad actually moved. He had a, um, an insurance company in Lake yep. Charles. 
And he had a lot of different clients that were also in Houston and different parts of the country. And we ended up moving to Houston and I moved with my parents, of course. And, um, and I went to U of H, University of Houston. And I was a cougar doll there. Yay. Go cougar. Wow. Yeah. So it was really, really fun. <clears throat> really, really fun. That was in the 80s when Faisley Majama, you know, the wow. football teams were good. We went to the Cotton Bowl. My first year there in 84, I mean, it was just the best. My dad lived in Houston for many years. I don't, I, I don't, and I ended up at 16 years old. So it was 1984. I lived in Houston for 30 days for about a month, maybe a little more. Yeah. Or well, it was Houston, South Houston, Pasadena. I don't remember, but. Not to get down Dina. Yeah. I remember. Like I, I went to, I, he took me to Gillies when it was oh, still yeah. there. And oh, I, fun. Yeah. I sat on the bowl. I didn't ride the bowl, but I sat on the bowl. <laughs> Did you get a photo <laughs> on it though? I don't remember. I probably, I don't know. I don't know. That's but, yeah. And, and now it's gone. It burned down. I heard. <laughs> no, that's really sad. That was a, a pretty awesome landmark, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Houston, I, I t I'll tell you, one of the things that I remember about Houston is um, the architecture of the buildings downtown was just gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Beautiful. Absolutely amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's amazing. I mean, um, you know, Houston, it's just so pretty. And the skyline is literally one of the prettiest. Yeah. You know. It's gorgeous. I, mean, I, I haven't, you know, really compared it to that many, but... It's a beautiful skyline for sure. Oh, that's a great skyline. So tell me what, what, so you went to the University of Houston. Is that what yeah. it's called? Yes. Or Houston University. University of Houston. Okay. The Cougars. So, so you went to, to University of Houston. Um, what did you major in? I actually was a psychology major. Okay, cool. And, but I had started off a graphics design major. <clears throat> um one of my uncles um, in Lake Charles, one of my favorite, really, you know, I, all my uncles are my favorite, but he was very special to me. He, I was an artist. He's an, it was a very kind of famous artist in Lake Charles. And when um, Bob Hope had his birthday celebration in Lake Charles, my uncle was asked to design his birthday card. For Why Bob did Bob Hope have his birthday celebration in Lake Charles? I don't know. He came in for some big event and it ended up being one of his birthdays. Wow. And it was this huge deal. And so I'll just always remember that, how cool that was, that my uncle was asked to design the birthday card for Bob Hope from the city. So, wow. um, you know, it was really cool. And so I, I grew up kind of in art, doing all that, loved it. Um, but when I got to to U of H, I really thought, you know, I think I want to be a counselor and help people. I really did. And yeah. I thought, I think that's what I want to do. Well, I, oh my goodness, um, took psychology, did very well um, in my classes, got to my junior year of psychology, um, had already started taking some senior classes in it. And I was in an abnormal psychology class. And I literally remember this so well, because we were talking about um, experiments and how, when you go into clinical psychology or, you know, something like that, you actually, um, good morning, Birgit. 
um, you actually have to do experiments on people and, and have these things. And I remember thinking, I don't think I can do that. I can't sit there and lie to somebody and say, if you take this medicine for your child and then while you're doing another experiment for another child who's not taking the medicine, but you're saying he's taking the medicine and see which one does better, you know, just those kind of things. I, I kind of felt like it was going against what I felt like I could do morally, not that clinical wow. psychologists do anything immoral. It was just that I don't think I could be in something where, hi, good morning, um, where I could mislead somebody for, for um, the purpose of science, mm. I guess. So I, I got out of it. I literally, um, you know, there were other things going on in my life. I ended up breaking my foot, dancing, um, you know, the, the, my sister was going through a tough time. I literally just took a break from school um, and really did not know what I wanted to do, honestly. And I kind of felt lost. Um, and so, uh, you know, I thought I, I, I don't think psychology is for me. I think I get too emotionally involved and I'm just kind of made that way. And, and, and you were what, 19, 18, 20? Yeah, 19, 18, 19 years old. Um, and I was always right. young because my birthday's in November. So I was really 17 when I started college. I mean, wow. very young because in Lake Charles, you could drive when you were 15. You know, wow. we had that. Everything was very young. It was really kind of funny. And yeah. so, but um, I just kind of felt lost. And I thought, you know, I really don't know what I want to do. And I, I don't think I want to do this. And so I just told my parents and they were always very supportive of me and very understanding. Um, and I just took, you know, kind of a leave of absence from school and <clears throat> and then started working different jobs, kind of really trying to figure out what I wanted to do and ended up, you know, doing freelance artwork on the side and was wow. making money. And I thought, OK, you know, maybe it was a mistake to minor in art. Maybe maybe this really needs to be my major. So I ended up saying, I'm going to go to art school. So then I um, enrolled at Art Institute of Houston. Wow. So, yeah, you know. And, so and, and how, you, how long did you go? So you weren't at the University of Houston very long. Three years. Oh, you were I there. Was graduate. Yeah, I was there three years from 84 Jeez. to 87. And um, literally some of the best times of my entire life. Um, being a cougar doll. I was a Sigma Chi little sister. Um, I was just, you know, involved in stuff on campus. I just made a lot of friends. It was, yeah. I mean, still some of my best friends, but one of the best, you know, times of my life, honestly, be meeting wow. some of those you know, amazing, talented, wonderful people, you know, but, um, <clears throat> but I think I was probably one of those people that should have gone to junior college first. <laughs> I really didn't know what I was doing to, to be really full disclosure. I thought I did, but I, you know, and, and back then nobody thought of junior college. I don't even know if there were junior colleges available. I don't remember anything like that. It was just, you graduated and you go to college. Yeah. I mean, that, that's how it was. <clears throat> so what, what, year did, what year did you graduate from high school? I, I think my buddy Damien Boudreau, who's from, what what year did you graduate from? Nineteen eighty three. High school. From high school, Barb High School. Barb High School. Yeah. Eighty three. Eighty three. Well, um, 
And then you ended up right <laughs> after high school, your dad, you moved to Houston. Yes. Hey, Joe. <clears throat> Joe's out in, in um, the great uh, Soviet state of California. I'm so sorry. <laughs> So, so is my hey, so is my buddy Charles Coachman. They're both out there. So, so, so you you um you you went down the art path. When you say you were making money at art, how how do you make money at art? No, I'm telling you, and this was a question I would always get because they would say, "How do you, when I got into art school, I had already been freelancing for like." six years and uh, so the students would say how do you know how to charge people how do you do that how do you really make money unless right. you're working for a big company where you're on salary right um you know what i would do was of course i did a lot of things free for people you know and um to help them and to get some experience under my belt so i would i would do things for people like design logos and do things and and they would say, you know, how much do I owe you? Or do you have a charge? What do you? And I said, you know what? Um, if you want to give me a little bit, that's fine. If not, you know, it's okay. I, let me, I can do another job for you later and, and charge you something. <clears throat> so um, I just got to where it was kind of a lot of trying to figure out, like, do I charge by the project? Do I charge by the hour? You know, sometimes, but then I started realizing I was designing logos fairly easy for people, depending on what it was. Yeah. And I thought, hey, this only took me 45 minutes, but it's not that it wouldn't work. It's just that, that, that I have that ability. So yeah. it doesn't mean I should charge somebody only $50. Right. You know, right. It means that I need to have a way kind of figured out how I can say, look, if it, there has to be a minimum amount. So maybe yeah. a two hour minimum amount that I would charge somebody, even if it only takes me a little while. Right. <laughs> um, so that's what I would start doing. And then, then when I was doing really well, I mean, I was making a lot of money um, uh, doing graphic artwork um, as a contractor artist. And I was charging, and this is years and years ago, I was charging 85 an hour. Yeah. And yeah. back then, <clears throat> you know, that was, a lot of money. And was yeah. this, were you using, uh, cause I'm, I'm a Photoshop guy. Yeah. Um, were you using, um, Photoshop? Were you, were, oh, you, no. were you free draw? Were you drawing it? How, really? Uh, this was back when I was, um, when I think when I was 20 was when computers really hit. Yeah. And so I taught myself Corel draw. I mean, this is how long it Yeah, goes. I and remember it. I had to teach myself how to do it. <clears throat> so I would draw everything by hand, scan it in, and then do a couple of things. But I was much better at kind of drawing by hand. Yeah. You know, because that's how I grew up doing it, you know. Right, right. Um, and so, and then I just, as, as the programs progress and <sighs> I would get a little bit more work um, in my now husband, he actually, back then before we were married, he bought me a computer and my program on it for me. Wow. Which was a lot. I mean, it's just, that was a huge deal. So yeah. he was very supportive of helping me. Yeah. You know? um, but yeah, I just kind of learned it all, all on my own and did whatever I needed to do. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. where did things go from there? Uh, so you were freelancing. Um <clears throat> 
sounds like. What, what, uh, where did things go from there for you? Well, I really did. Um, you know, the, the, the graphic art came in extremely handy just at different parts of my life, which was really funny. Um, after my husband retired from football, um, he started his own uh, moving company and I was able to do all of the graphics for their flyers. I mean, I was literally um, really able to utilize it. <clears throat> and so I stayed in that and then he ran for United States Congress. Wait, just, wait, 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 wait. Back I up. Know. Your husband retired from football. What do you mean from football? He, he, played, he played football for three, pro football for three years. He played Literally. football his whole life. I mean, that's how he did everything. So, uh, okay. How did I, did I know that? I don't think I knew that. I, I, mean, I think maybe Jen may have mentioned that and I, I forgot. Think so so yeah, who, did, who did he play for? The Steelers? <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, the Houston Oilers. Yeah, yeah, and then when he was, uh, and then he also played arena football when it had just started. It was awesome. Yeah, so, which wow. he said was was even harder. It was kind of arena football. It looked harder. Rough. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, <laughs> they don't care if you're a quarterback. <laughs> Where's my buddy? My hey, from, he's from Lake Charles. Awesome. From the LC. So, yeah, Damien, um, what high school did you go to? Tell us. Yeah, what high school did you go to, Damien? He's he's friends with Grant Cardone. He knows awesome. Grant too. Awesome. So um, but so so um well that's what Lake Charles is famous for now, right? Grant Cardone's from there. <laughs> Yeah, that's how you just tell people. I'm from Lake Charles, Grant Cardone's home. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, so, okay, so your husband played football um, in the NFL. I, yeah. I know several people that um, that played in the NFL. So, um, there you go, St. Louis, 80. Oh, my gosh. Go Saints. Awesome. <laughs> 80. Oh, I'm sure you know. I'm sure I know people he graduated with. I just got to think. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was Barb, Lagrange, and St. Louis were the three big main schools there. Wow! Yeah, oh, wow. and, and oh, you know, I always pictured Lake Charles as this tiny little town. It it, it, it it's not a tiny little town. It's good. no, but but you know what, Ken? It used to be where families knew everybody. I mean, it's yeah. it's very different. When the yeah. casinos came in, it changed the whole. Oh. The whole dimension literally of Lake yeah. Charles. It was not the same. Now it's still absolutely gorgeous. It's just not a little yeah. town anymore, really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and and Damien's asking where you graduate where uh Bar Barb High School, Damien Barbex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was just always so much fun. Oh my gosh, really growing up there was awesome. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, between you and Damien, I have a feeling that uh, crawfish are in my future. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've never I've never had a crawfish in my life, ever. Yeah, you've got to show you how to peel them and do it. Now, I don't like suck the heads and suck. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> but I know people who go, no, 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 that's where all the seasoning is. I go, well, then you uh, eat all the seasoning. I just like the crawfish. But we uh, have crawfish boats. My husband is a phenomenal crawfish Spoiler. He, it's amazing. So you're going to have to come. <gasps> Damien. Yes, I know Kelly, bro. Oh my gosh. This is awesome. Do you really? 
Very cool. Yes, I absolutely know Kelly. So cool. She graduated uh, at one or two years older than me. Wow. Wow. Really fun. But um, my wow. husband makes crawfish. It's awesome. You're going to have to come over and have a craw to our one of our crawfish bowls. And then we're going to have to show you how to eat it. And then we literally freeze the rest that we don't eat. It goes in omelets, gumbo. What? Oh, You're my gosh. It's so good. Y'all are going to think I'm some kind of a sissy or something. I am not sucking the head out of a dang crawfish ever in my life. I appreciate that y'all wouldn't do that. Uh, so, so, um, so, okay. So your husband played football mm -hmm. um, and he played arena football. Arena football does look the, the end zone. There's, there's no, no room for error. It seems. No. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you, it was, that's where he had got his career ending injury from arena football. Oh, with wow. I kid you not. It wasn't in the NFL. It was in the arena league. And wow. so it's, um, it's, it's brutal. I got to go to Cincinnati and see one of his game. Well, his last game, he calls me his lucky charm. <laughs> because after I hurt his knee, but Oh my I was God. going, oh my gosh, this is scared. I'm scared. This yeah. it's they're humongous. And it's it's like you're watching the NFL on steroids almost. It's this yeah. crazy in the crowd. It's very exciting. I'm I'm sad that arena football is not around anymore because it was one of the most exciting, fun things to go see. It was yeah. never boring. It's amazing. It's um it's it's definitely different than watching the NFL. It is completely different. <laughs> and the NFL today, I, 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 I'm, I'm boycotting the NFL this year. But we, we, know, won't, we, don't watch it. we won't get into all that. But, yeah, um, but I'm right there with you. We don't watch. It, so no, we no. It. I, I saw the, uh, I saw a, a meme or something. Maybe it was a video. Somebody saying. Uh, uh, we won't. Never mind. I'm not, I'm not getting into the politics of it. But anyway, <laughs> what's that? Is that another show? That's a completely different show. Yeah. But um, so so um, so you, your husband started a moving company. That sounds like a good good idea with a bad knee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, it's a. Uh, it, he got offered to um, start a company with one of he and his brother's friends. He has a younger brother. And he said, you know, <clears throat> I, I, I can do that. So it was, uh, they literally, it was called PPS moving and storage. And he, his company within the first year was literally chosen one of the top uh, service industry companies or something like that, because they were nice to meet you too, Damien. <clears throat> Um, their service was so good. Uh, yeah. you know, um, they just had hi, thank you. Um, they did everything right. It was all about customer service yeah. and they trained their employees and they did everything really good. And it's very important to him. And so, um, he did very well. I mean, they did very well. It was a, but I have to tell you, owning a moving and storage company is, uh, it is one of the hardest companies to own that I've ever seen in my entire life. It's I, 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 I can't, I can, I, you know, I lived in Seattle 
years and years ago. And, and this, this buddy of mine out there is like, man, I need some help in my move. He owned a moving yeah. company and, and he's like, can you go out and, and work on a truck for, for a couple of weeks? And I said, sure, I'll do it. I, I, I was in between jobs. Yeah. And, um, I went out one day. And quit. And said, nope. <laughs> what happened? Said, in fact, you don't even have to pay me, bro. Keep the money, invest it in somebody else. I am never doing that again. Oh yeah. I think I slept for six weeks after that. It oh was, no, I'm telling it's you, brutal. It is brutal. And and talk about being the just not even the worker because he did all the moves by himself. He and his brother before they even hired people. So he oh, knew my from the bottom ground up. He did uh. everything. But this was the tough part. Then they started investing in 18 wheelers. They would go all over the country and move. Oh my. Oh yeah. Well, think about getting calls at three in the morning. Somebody stuck in Indiana in your, your $200,000 18 wheeler. Wow. And now they can't find the driver. Now the stuff, I mean, it's horror. I'm telling you. Oh my gosh. There's, There's things that, and I don't remember exactly how that happened, but there was always, it's a, it's a huge, it's a, it's a tough um, business to own. So I do admire companies who have stayed in business a long time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's, that's tough. I, and I, and people that don't tip movers, shame um, on you. I mean, those guys, it is brutally hard work. And, it's and, so hard. and it really is. I, I honestly, I've never had a harder job in my life. I did. Like I said, I lasted one day oh, and, yeah. and we did four moves that day. It was insane. And a oh, piano. Yeah. Like oh, what the oh, hell? Say the piano, but countless pianos, but things that people have no clue, these old, you know, wall hanging. I mean, that you have to do all of that. And it's, it's insane. It's, it is crazy. I, and I never understand people who don't tip their movers. I just don't, I don't think they understand um, how hard these people work. Oh, they don't. They, they really don't. Yeah. But so, so, okay. So let's, um, let, so you, you started doing some graphic design work for your husband's company. Yeah. Um, and, and so how, how, what, how did things go from there? Well, you know, I mean, I, I was able to, you know, we had two small children pretty quickly because um, we were both ready to have children once we got married. So there were three years apart um, and, and so I was able to stay home a lot of most of their, you know, childhood, thank goodness. And it was wonderful because, um, my husband had his own company and I was doing artwork. And so it really was a huge blessing, um, to me and our family <clears throat> to, um, I got some pretty big jobs sometimes. And uh, it was wonderful. But I have to tell you, once he, when he ran for Congress and I designed all of his stuff for all of that, which was a huge blessing because people make tons of money off of it's expensive when you're designing things for uh, any kind of political stuff. Yeah. So, um, it was nice. We didn't have to pay for that. I designed all of it. So it was yeah. really huge. Um, After that, you know, I started kind of thinking maybe I want to sell my little company graphics coming. Cause I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I just was really kind of torn. Um, I missed singing, you know, and I missed, I, I just felt like 
I just wasn't doing what I wanted to do with my life. But but I really wanted to make sure I was focusing on being there for our children. I was very involved at, with them at their school. Um, you know, both of us never missed a game of our daughter cheering or our son playing football or baseball. We never missed. We're very um, active parents. Yeah. Involved parents with our children. So when they started school, I was able to, um, you know, coach the cheer team, you know, when my daughter was little, you know, so I could be involved and help. And then it helped because we sent them to a private Christian school, which was mm-hmm. very important to us back then. Mm-hmm. And so it was expensive and we did not always have tons of money to, yeah. you know, because my husband owned his own company. He was, I mean, it was just, it was crazy. Right. So I would I'd work at the school and sub and do all that. And I loved it. I loved it. Um, but then I would, you know, I would, people remembered when my husband was running for Congress, <clears throat> like people knew that I sang. And so I would get asked to sing the national anthem at different things, like for Governor Perry at dinners, a huge Republican um, conferences and things and all over Texas. I was getting asked to sing again a lot. And wow. I would for charities. Wait, and I thought, wait, 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 back, back up. We didn't talk about singing at all. When did the singing start? I know. Well, you know, it's just been so much a part of my life, I guess. I mean, I was always, when I was little, I, I remember singing from five years old, singing wow. ballet, dance, to, I mean, cheer. I mean, I was in all of it. I just always liked to perform. I was in plays. I, you know, wow. that was just my life. And wow. so I loved to sing. I love it. And wow. the thing is, is that, I would, uh, you know, out of college, when I wasn't even thinking about this, you know, I was, uh, I had dated um, um, one of the football players at U of H a little bit, but we were really more good friends, but we'd gone out a little bit. But he said, Kelly, you know, um, I had made a, a, a CD, a demo, not a CD back then. It was a, a it yeah. was a track, a tape. Yeah, called demo tapes. Right. And so he and uh, he listened to it. He said, look, you're amazing. He goes, I want to I'm going to introduce you to my agent. And I said, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. Thank you. And so he introduced me. The agent called me and goes, "Okay, look, you're really good and you're really pretty. He said, I would like to let's have a meeting. I would really like to um, sign you. And so I went into Houston, sign, you know, talked to him and we signed and I brought my sister my older sister and my brother-in-law uh, with me because my wow. brother-in-law was act- is still actually, but he was actually one of the top sound engineers in the country and was doing bands all over. He actually does um, sound and stuff for the Houston Texans and stuff, but he does bands wow. and so he knew contracts. He kind of knew he was very familiar with things. So I wanted them to kind of be with me when I had this meeting and uh, so I ended up signing with him. But of course, you know, he sat there and said, look, you are my only singer. He goes, I do focus on my um, NFL boys, you know, which is college guys and then NFL players, you know, trying to get them to the NFL. And that was sure. really where his sure. potatoes were. So he said, but he goes, I really like you a lot. And I think you're really talented. So, um, you know, how about. Um, I try to go ahead and get you some jobs and things. And he did try to get me a couple of jobs, but 
it wasn't, you know, and I knew his, that I wasn't his priority. And so I, after, at the end of the year, I was really getting my own places to sing at that point. So at the end of the year, and I said, you know, thank you so much, but I don't think this, I don't think I need to be in a contract with somebody because I'm really getting my own gigs. Right. And so, um, so he told me, he said, look, I have some contacts in Nashville that I really want to send your tape to. And I said, that would be great. So literally like the next week I got a phone call and said, Kelly, this is, I don't remember the guy's name and I can't remember the name of the uh, recording studio, but um, he called me, we met for coffee and he said, I really would like you to consider um, coming to Nashville and um, recording a demo. And then we want to put you on tour with the band for a year. Wow. Yeah. And so I said, okay. So I was, I was really excited. He sent me, you know, I had to mail everything back then. So we had to make, they, they mailed me the tape with all of, there was like six songs that they wanted me to learn. And that that's what they wanted to do on my recording, but they wanted me to stay country. Yeah. They said, we love your voice. Um, we love your look. We would like, you know, what do you like to sing? And I said, well, you know, I sing really everything, but I do like country. I like, you know, some pop, but country blues, you know, kind of like that. And yeah. he said, well, we want to focus on country with you. So, um, and my middle name is Jean. So they said, you know, we really want to kind of look at maybe promoting you as Kelly Jean. And I went, yeah. okay, well, you know, whatever. I said, I think I'm okay with that. I just, you know, I just was never sure. It just felt like back then um, you had to hurry and make decisions about things that were really big deals. Yeah. And I didn't really have, you know, you couldn't just um, email somebody or call them. You know, you had to wait till certain hours and you had to kind of do around, you know, me working and doing and trying to figure this out. But I got the, the tape, loved all the music, really did. They picked out some phenomenal songs for me you know, started looking at what it would cost me to, you know, go out there, of course, because they wouldn't, they don't pay for your living things back right, then. Right. They still don't really, you have to cover all that. Well, you know, I just thought, okay, so I have to live out there for a little bit, go record. Then they're going to put me on a bus with a band for a year. This, there was no cell phones. There was wow. no, I mean, and I thought, you know, it was a totally different world than it is now. And I thought, I just, I don't think this is for me. I don't think I'm ready to, I don't want to be famous. I just want to sing, you know? Right, and, right. Um, I mean, I'm sure I wanted to be famous at some point in my life. I'm sure that was what I was thinking. But honestly, the older I got, I thought at that time in my life, I thought, you know, I would love to go to Nashville. This is a really huge opportunity for me, but I don't think I want to go on tour for a year where somebody has total uh, control over what right. I'm doing and where I'm performing. And, you know, I didn't even really drink back then. I mean, I never even had alcohol until I was like 22 years old. Or right. 20. So going and playing in bars and places, you know, where you yeah. have to play. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't, I didn't feel like it was right for me. And I just told them, I said, I really appreciate this opportunity, I just don't think the timing's right for me. And I think I'm going to go ahead and, and go back to school, you know, and that's when I decided to go back, go to art Institute of Houston. So I kind of missed a little bit of a segment. Wow. there. That's so, you, when I started. Yeah. Yeah. so you, you, um, wow. 
So that, and you were young then. I mean, you, I was young. I was about 21, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, 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 maybe a little older, maybe like 22, 23. Yeah. I've been out of school a little while and working. Yeah. You know. Wow. So, but it was, um, you know, I have people when, when I get interviewed for different things with people, they, they almost all will say, do you have any regrets about not going to Nashville? And I said, I have none right, right. now time in my life. I, you know, I, I probably maybe wouldn't have married my husband, wouldn't have had my, our children, you know, who knows where I would be. I don't know. I don't, that lifestyle is not attractive to me, honestly. Um, yeah. I just want to be happy and I want to sing when I'm, yeah. you know, so, so, um, fast forward, you, you're starting to, um, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to picture about what age, but it, I guess it doesn't matter. So you had kids, you had, your husband had the business going, were you working in the business with him? The moving business? Yeah. Um, when he first started, I was actually helping to pack people's houses and boxes uh, and all that thing. I mean, we were, it was a family. Yeah. Deal, you know, it was a family thing. So, and you're doing was, the graphics. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so, you know, so you where did singing come back on the scene then? That is a really good question because when um, once our, you know, our child, our daughter's 26 now, our son is 23. And once they both graduated college and um, kind of started, well, really a little bit before my son graduated college, um, we were in the car one day and he said, mom, and I was singing with the radio song and he goes, mom, why aren't you singing somewhere? Why, why are you not doing this? And I said, you know, that's what your daddy asks me all the time. And I said, yeah, I don't know if I've been a little scared, you know, cause I'm older now. Um, or I, I just don't know where I would sing. I, I don't know how to start it back up again. I don't have a band. I don't have, you know, any of that. And so, and this was about three to four years ago. And so what I did, I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just start singing. So what I did was I would find places where I lived that had patios and I would call them and I'd say, hi, I'm Kelly Williams. And, um, I sing. And if you, I see you have a patio. If you would let me come sing for two hours for tips only, no charge to you, I will bring people in and we can see how it goes. And then I'll, and then if you want to hire me, uh, we can, we can talk about it. They'd say, absolutely. And they're thinking, are you kidding? Of course, this is great. Wow. So, um, so I literally would started booking a couple of places saying I'll sing for tips only and to get my name out there. Yeah. And pretty soon I had a pretty good following um, of people, family and friends that would come over. I'd have people come in from like Charles, you know, from all up from different parts of um, Houston area down to the Clear Lake area. I mean, they would just start coming and. You know, I just started, um, people started calling me and saying, hey, I just referred you to, I heard you sing over here and I think you're perfect for this place or we're having an event and we, we want to, we want to look at hiring you. Wow. So it was awesome. And it was 
so much fun because um, it was me because I sing literally from 70s, 80s, blues, pop, country, you know, uh, all of it. I, I sing all kind of Frankie Valley, Linda Ronstadt. I, I like the whole gamut. So um, I just started because I didn't know many musicians down here. And for them to, people were ready to hire me like within a week or two. So oh, wow. learning a whole gamut of music, you can't, you honestly can't do that. So my husband and I, what we did was we, I invested in the pre-recorded music um, that I had sung with sometimes for some events. And I just started buying and buying. And this is when they were not cheap to buy. Yeah. Um, you know, um, and, and that's a, that's only four years ago. I mean, it, the whole thing is different now, but we just invested and I would buy and I would find out what was hot popular and what I liked. And then I would add in some of the newer stuff and I would find out what people liked and I would look on Google and what are people singing at this and this and this, and what, what are people like? And I would perform it and I would have people coming up to me saying, we've never heard anybody sing all this, these, this music before. This is amazing. Wow. Everything you sang, I love my mom, my mom's favorite song. She couldn't believe you were singing this. You know, my parents, dance to that at their wedding my daughter I mean it was crazy and I thought okay so it's not just me who likes all this stuff I am really I, I felt like I was really um hitting a target and really able to make people happy with my singing and it just started I thought okay I'm I'm gonna go for it I'm, I'm going for it I'm gonna go ahead and put myself out there again and I'm gonna make a Facebook page I'm gonna start promoting myself and of course, my husband, thank the Lord, you know, it's not easy to do all this. And he has been one of my biggest cheerleaders, of course, with my son. Wow. Um, that's so awesome. And they're just, you know, I mean, my husband comes with me to almost every performance, sets up the equipment. You know, we've got friends that have, I mean, it's just been wonderful, but it's, um, it's a lot of work, but it makes me really happy and I love it. And I'll tell you, two years ago. I was voted last 2018, 2019. I was actually voted best female vocalist in the Bay area. Wow. I know. So you. huge blessing. I mean, huge. That was huge for me because I, you know, I would see these people winning it. These what? rewards from the Bayer Houston magazine. I go, wow, that is awesome for them. You know, I'm thinking, there'd be no way I'd ever win that. I don't even, how do you even get that? You know, I was just thinking yeah. this is awesome. And then I won and I'll tell you, it was pretty awesome. It's not a, it's not a Grammy, but I'll tell you, sometimes it feels just as good to know you're appreciated and that people enjoy what you're doing. That is so yeah. awesome. So how long ago was it that you decided to start singing? Again? Like four and a half years ago. Wow. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. And you wow. know, I'll tell you, I know you've interviewed some people that say it is late. <laughs> too they say late. What? They say that it is too late sometimes for things. Yeah. But yeah. I'll tell you, I am here to tell people it's never too late to be happy and wow. do something that makes you happy. I'm I'm living proof of it. You know, I'm I'm literally almost 55 and like on election day. Wow. So, it's, um, you know, and, and I've, I've always wanted to teach my children. Don't ever worry about anybody, whatever anybody says. You yeah. can do what you want. You work hard and you go for things. It doesn't matter. 
what people tell you that you can or can't do. Doesn't matter. Age doesn't matter. Never matters. You know? Well, now I want to hear you sing. Is there a video on your on your page or you want to yes. just you want to start belting out some tunes for us? <laughs> I mean, I will if you want me to. What but well, I, of course is... I want you to. Do you, but you, do you need music or do you sing uh can you sing without it? I'm no, looking I... at your Kelly Williams show Facebook page right yeah. now. And there's also Kelly Williams Singer, which is where I promote my shows and uh and performances and stuff like that but um i love i'm i love it <clears throat> i love it ellie williams singer it's a fate oh look at that yeah. i didn't even know it existed and i am liking the page that thank is you. awesome thank you i'm i i was hugely he humbled and honored i, I can't even tell you really it's um, I, can, I can i could i could share and um and and play something from here if you want nice or you can sing yeah let me look <clears throat> okay ready it's yeah. not gonna be a whole song let's do it let's see and last my love has come along my loneliness is over and i can't remember the <laughs> wow You've got some pipes on you. That's awesome. Well, I'm an alto, so my whole life. And so um, my range, I stick to, I've, I've had to stick to a lot of music that has been, you know, in my range, but um, I love it. Good I love it. I love you. Singing. Thank you. That is so awesome. Wow. So, Thank so, you. so tell me, tell me what you think. What do you, th and I ask everybody this question, but what do you think holds now? Hold on before I, the number one answer to this question is fear. Okay. So, okay, now you know, I was on family feud. So, answer. oh, yes. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> so tell me what you think. This is about your opinion. What okay. holds people back from happiness and and because money's important money mm -hmm. is important what do you think holds people back from success in life i think more than anything else what holds people back from success is worrying about what other people are going to think about you i just do i, th I think that you know when my husband used to give um speeches years ago he he would he said something that always stuck with me and he would say when did we get too old to dream when did people start worrying so much about what other people thought that we couldn't become an astronaut a teacher a, a movie star a singer like little kids you ask them there's no limit they have yep. no limits when did we start putting limits on ourselves and i think that is the biggest um cause of people not being happy yeah Hey Charles, thank you. Hey, he said, I, 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 I'm a, I don't, yeah, I don't know about, I sang at my nephew's wedding and that, that was the last time I sang. <laughs> it was, it wasn't the last time, but I've, I, I, yeah. Anyway, so, um, but that's, that's what I, yeah, believe, I honestly, and the older I've gotten, that honestly feels like what is, what drives most of it. 
you know, of course, failure. But I think yeah. failure can, you know, why would you care if you failed if you if you never thought about what anybody else thought of you? Right. Failure wouldn't even really be a big deal. You know, it's what I'm part of life. People it don't get life. that that it's just it's part of the process of of growing and and becoming more and better. And as you fall down, you get up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I'll tell you, you know, um, I compete, I never competed in beauty pageants ever when I was younger. It was not my thing. I just was not that. I didn't think I looked like I, I wasn't a pageant girl, but when I got, when I was 39 years old, 39 to 40, I competed for Mrs. Texas. And so I thought, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm going I'm to go full force with it. I've never been in one. I'm going to work really hard. I'm going to get sponsors. I'm going to train myself. I mean, I just, I did everything. Wow. So what happens is that what I was finding, which was really interesting, you think that people would be excited for you. Oh my gosh, how fun is that? Oh no. People say, why would you want to do that? Yeah. Why would you ever want to? get on stage with all these young girls in swimsuits and, and I go, because I'm just as good as they are. Why, why are you, you know, what right. is it because you don't want to do it or try it? Yeah. But it, but I was finding it with all the naysayers, the people that literally were saying, Oh Kelly, Oh my gosh, I cannot believe you're doing that. They would never do it themselves. I know. I, I'm sorry for you that you don't want to go experience something fun. And I didn't win the state crown, but I'll tell you, I got second runner up and then I got two first runner ups the next two wow. years that I competed. And one of them, I lost by one point. And wow. so, you know what? Um, this was, I did, I, I was meant to do this for, for a reason because I'm, I'm able to help other women and young women and, you know, step out of their comfort zone, go do something you've never done. Cause I've done it. I've done it. Something wow. I never thought I would do. And it was scary and it was hard, you know, but um, I've met some of the most amazing women that way. Some are still my very close friends um, because of it. And I think people are missing out on life. If they people, people don't, don't get, I have a, a friend, a really good friend and she actually has been a guest on the show that she competed and one Mrs. Minnesota. Yes. And, and, Wonderful. And, yeah. But this, you know, that, that is, you're, you're right. When you start doing things that are out of other people's comfort zones, yes. they, they will be the first ones to try to, it's the crab in the bucket thing, right? Like yeah. they'll, they want to keep you down at their level. So they will say, they'll make little snide comments passive aggressive comments to try to hold you back from achieving what, what they're afraid to even go after. And oh, no. it's crazy. We buy into that stuff. I don't understand it. And I'm telling you, um, I get sad for people when they, yeah. when they start listening to people like that. And, and I've had people, hi, Skylar. Oh my goodness. Skylar was one of my Miss Kima teens and she's been one of the most, the biggest blessings I've ever had in my life. Um, I just love her dearly, dearly. Um, what a wonderful role model for young women she is, I'll tell you. Um, but you know, the the thing is, is that um, I I don't it it frustrates me 
Um, and I've had people actually come up to me and say, I never told you this, but I have to tell you, I wish I would have been more like you growing up because you always went for things. You were never scared and you never worried about anybody, you know, saying things or, or if you won or lost, you just did it. And I said, I'm sorry that you didn't do that either. It, I, it breaks my heart, you yeah. know, and, and you can't get that back. You can't get that time back, no. you know, and you just, it's, it's a shame, you know? You know what I think is interesting, Kelly, is, is people will say that like you didn't worry about what other people thought. You just went for it. They'll say that, but you know, we, we do, we still worry about what other people think. We're still afraid. No, no, no. And you're exactly right. And I should have, I should have stated that differently. I should have said, I do, of course, think about what people are going to think or say, yeah. but it's the, where that line is and where you cross it and you kick down the wall, like your thing, breaking through walls. Yep. It's, it's those, the majority of the people are going to stay back and go, uh, yeah, but, oh, there's my daddy. Hi, Dad. Oh, hey, Dad. Oh, thank you. Um, oh. it's, it's that small amount of people who are going to break through that wall and say, I don't care. I know that there's going to be consequences that people are going to talk about me, that they're going to say things I don't like, that they're going to judge me. I either care and then let them control my life, or I'm going to say, okay, so what? Amen. You know, because if I'm gonna I could give you a high five right now, I would. That, <laughs> that was, I, that's so true. Yeah, it, I, I, it's got that has to be the number one fear or the number one thing that holds you back in life is worrying about what everybody else thinks. Yeah, no, it's true. And it's it's heartbreaking. You know, and you watch some of these shows where these women and it's mainly men do it too. men do it probably more than we even know. But women have a horrible habit of doing it. And they'll say, you cannot wear on a show. Oh no, you don't wear that. So-and-so said that that looks horrible on you and that's colors out and that, and Oh, okay. I can't do that. I'm going, how do you live like that? <laughs> right. You live with somebody controlling you, you know? Wow. That's terrible. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I've never had a, a dude say that to me. I'd probably punch him <laughs> if he did. <laughs> Exactly. I just go, I don't care. Like, hey, I can't wear this. How are you going to wear that black eye? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But okay. yeah, no, so true, Ken. You yeah. know? Well, you are a gift and a blessing to this world. I just oh. love your energy. You're just, yeah, just you're filled with amazing energy. I love it. Love thank it. you. Thank you. Well, I am so hugely honored to be on your show today. I can't even tell you. I'm so, honored that you're here. So, so tell me where first, where can people, where's the best place for people to follow you on, on social media? Yeah. If they're going to follow my singing, it would be Kelly Williams singer. And okay. then of course I have Kelly, the Kelly Williams show with all my interviews and things, which you're going to be on. Oh, that's interview did we talk about that? Yes, we didn't. I think I have a date already. Oh, that's right. Okay. We, I, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I so those are the two main ones yeah. that, where people can follow me. So thank you for that. 
Yeah, I, I think um, everybody watching right now should be following Kelly. I just I didn't even know that you had the singer page, which I just liked, and I'm now now following. So Thank now you. are you you're 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 singing gigs, we'll call them. Um, are they primarily in the just the Houston area? They're the Houston Clear Lake area, pretty much. Okay. So if 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 Trump wanted you to come and sing at his um, next inauguration, oh, um, I'm, I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> no worries there. I'll make time. <laughs> yeah, I'll make time. Uh, well, you are amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you being on today. And if there's anything I can ever do for you, you you let me know. And and everybody go follow Kelly on Kelly Williams Singer. And the other one is Kelly Williams. The Kelly Williams Show. Show. The Kelly Williams yeah. Show. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, everybody follow Kelly. Kelly, thank you so much. Stay with me, but I'm going to end the live stream. Just don't hang up on me, though, okay? Okay, awesome. Thank all you, right. Ken. Thank you for everybody for watching today. Thank you so much. I appreciate you.